0: catholic alphabetical Live, baby the god the podcast that helps you fix your catholic marriage while also helping you with marriage problems intimacy problems, and girlfriend problems for men. But moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce courts. And with marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce, combat coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping me understand marriage and courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 155th episode, the Holy Lover series continues with how to save my Catholic marriage when my wife has given up. Today, we uncover gift number 26, understanding the six phases leading up to your wife's sexual fulfillment part two, plus live phone calls from you. And it looks like we already have somebody in the queue, which is how I like to start off the day rocking it. So, get in that Q at callinstudio.com slash radical1 for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so, before we take our first caller, we will have the quote of the day. Quote, Our Lord said that zealous love had two characteristics. First, it is forgiving, and second, it recognizes no limits. It is forgiving because it knows that God's forgiveness of me is conditioned upon my forgiveness of others. Love never wears magnifying glasses in looking on the faults of others. Married life requires this zeal in the shape of forbearance, which is not a gritting of teeth in the face of annoyance, nor the cultivation of indifference. It is, rather, a positive and constructive action, putting love where it is not found. One feels under an obligation more exquisite and divine than a marriage contract. End quote. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, book three to get married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so we have a caller gas to start off the morning. So let me bring them on right now and I hope as usual the technology is not
1: tripping. So, let's go. Hello? Hello, I think that might be me.
0: Hey, how you doing, man?
1: Welcome. Uh thank you so much. My name is Michael. Um my my wife and I have been separated for almost a year. We actually did a trial separation um earlier in 2022 um kind of with the help of a therapist um we decided to um rent out a room and the idea was both of us were going to take turns being in the room so there's that separation and everything and we have we have young children also but then uh last year in November she um completely left and got her her own apartment uh that's actually on the same street as the apartment that we already had previously. And, um, we are starting to reconnect in some ways, but I just need some encouragement and just some more strategies and just definitely want to rekindle her, her, her desire for me, her attraction for me. Um, I'm already working on building trust and I know that that goes with it a little bit, but, um, yeah, I just want to be that that one for her again,
0: and so you've been separated for seven months, so um first of all man i when you move out of the house it it really it makes things hard i mean we can we can we can fix it, but moving out of the house man you you're basically just kind of turning your home over to Satan. And what I mean is this, you're the protector defender of your home. And so if you leave, then Satan just, he's already in there, but he's really in there now because he's gotten rid of you and then your wife and kids become putty. Marriage counselors, God bless them. But they, you know, trial separations, man, are just a beginning of, as you see, it's just a beginning of, well, somebody's going to file for divorce. Um, And so how... Now we stayed the problem. So how do we how do we get it back? First of all, if um, how long is your wife's lease for? Or is she she bought a house or is she leasing leasing it?
1: She's leasing an apartment. Uh, it ends again in November, and so and so I didn't leave. And I I saw your previous video, and that kind of <laughs> got me um, connected. <laughs> off about about not leaving. So I didn't leave. She, she left. And, um, but yeah, it, it ends in, in November. There's the possibility that we will come back together in this apartment. If, if things go well, she doesn't necessarily want to stay in the apartment she has, but I don't know how much those reasons have to do with me. And, uh, the other thing I'll, I'll add that's positive at least is, um, she has not filed for divorce this whole time. Um, we still see each other every day, basically, um, that has a lot to do with the kids, but also just. I guess because we want to and she hasn't started, you know, using a different last name or anything like that. So I, okay. I take some comfort. In it. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I need some some more action on it. Right.
0: So here's the deal. If she hasn't filed for divorce and she's talking that maybe she might come back. Here's the deal. Number one, your time's up. You have no more time. So right off the bat, you gotta infuse in your mind that I have no more time. I, I can't no the research is over, you know talking to all the gurus and all that stuff, what it boils down to is your wife, if she has not filed for divorce and she is saying that maybe we can come back together in November, that means one thing, that she's looking at you to see if you've changed enough so that she can be happy with you instead of, you know, more happy with you than she can without you. And right now, your wife looks at it like this. I'm more happy without you than I am with you. And so if you as a man, she's just looking for you to change. What are you doing to get her to understand that you love, you care about her and all of that? Um, And if you if if you come back, if she's and you're the same, then what will happen is, man, she'll just stay where she is or she'll file for divorce. Women don't once they leave or ask for divorce, they don't stay pat for long. What that means is she's just looking at you because now she knows your game, so she's looking at you and it's all on you because why you're the leader your kid, your wife and mm-hmm. kids are looking for you to make things better um you feel like you want to say something go ahead
1: no, I was just saying mm-hmm, oh okay you, okay
0: so what do we do? first thing we gotta do is if I were you i would I would ask your wife is she considering coming back in November? Not to not have you give up, but so you see where you stand. It sounds to me like she, she has it that she sounds to me like she is willing, but she is very like very cautious about it. Um, But put it like this, man, in the end, if things don't get better. So when I say get better, what do I mean? The emotional connection in your marriage is starting to come back. Women, do not emotional connection is the most the emotional closeness in your marriage is the most important thing for your wife. The reason your wife is gone and she allowed a counselor to talk her out into leaving her husband and her family is because she didn't see a reason to stay around because in her mind, she didn't love you anymore like that. So basically what that means is you can get the emotional connection back, but it has to start with you drawing your wife back to you, not sitting around wishing, hoping and praying. Okay. did i answer right. did I answer your question, or do you have more specific question
1: um you you answered it pretty well um I'll also throw in um there has um been infidelity on both sides since the separation if you had any yeah advice for for healing with that okay
0: so first of all as when 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 your wife goes to get another man. Like this one guy got mad at me last week, but please, please try to hear what I'm saying. Please try, try to be humble and really hear me.
1: You got my fault, huh? <laughs> huh? You gonna say it's my fault, huh?
0: No, I'm not gonna say it's your okay. fault. What I'm gonna say is it takes two people. Now we've got to understand what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a woman who just. How long you guys been married?
1: If we can make it to next summer, it'll be 10 years.
0: Okay. So you're talking about a woman who just 10 years ago loved you more than anything on the planet, including God, including herself, and including the kids. Just 10 years ago. Now she can't stand you. Now she's got another man. So you tell me what's the deal. Something happened in that. And it ain't just you and it ain't just her. What I'm saying is that as a man, first thing we look at when things go wrong is we look at ourselves and we start to fix ourselves. Most women, when they go get another man, is they're trying to tell you, I'm not happy, things ain't right, and I'm trying to fill the void with this other guy that I'm not getting from you. Why? Because he makes me feel better. He listens to me. He holds my hand. He talks to me. He takes me for walks. He takes me on date night. He takes me on vacation. He kisses me deeply and tells me he loves me. You see, you used to do that 10 years ago. And what I'm saying is, right. I know your wife has problems. Please don't ever think that I don't know that. If you listen to this show for any amount of time, you know I do not give women a pass. But what I do know is, I'm in my marriage, I'm the one that's responsible for it, not my wife. Why? Because that's how God set it up. And so what I have to do, Mike, is I have to get myself together. I have to fix myself to do what? Draw my wife back to me from that other man so that she sees what? She sees that she can rely on me. She sees that she can talk to me. She sees that she can open up and tell me her deepest and darkest fears and feelings again, like she did 10 years ago. Remember, man, Marriages don't go bad, and well, I take that back. They can't go bad in six months. I've I've had that, but <laughs> but uh, but with you and your situation, I, man, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, I understand what you're saying.
1: It it it's, it's a gradual thing. Yeah, but most often,
0: but dude, you can listen. The thing about it is is find you a marriage coach, man, so that you can understand how to be a better man, how to be a better husband, how to get Satan out of your house. How to get your wife happy again and draw her to you? You know, just find a man and leave leave the marriage, leave marriage counselors alone. Not that they're bad, but that for your situation, they're not good yet. Marriage counselors are a last resort. The reason why is because let's say your wife does file for divorce, okay, and she ain't talking to you no more, and you're in right. med- and you're in mediation, and you just want to get her to talk because you know if I can get her to talk, then we can probably develop something. Then you ask the judge and your lawyer to put marriage counseling on the table, okay? Because now you're just trying to get her to talk. You don't care where you talk at. But right now, man, marriage counseling is the worst thing you can do. It's the worst, as you see, as you see, you know, the counselor means well, but they just don't really understand what to do when people can't come along. So they say, well, let's do a trial separation, not knowing that in six months, that couple could be on the road to divorce, which is where you are right now.
1: Okay. Yes. What do you think? It's all of this about right. uh, You're definitely reinforcing some, some things that, that um, I've kind of discovered and been, been working through this, this summer to, to take responsibility and, and get it right on my end. Yes, brother. And that's all I'm really saying. And, and why
0: though? Because remember, In the Garden of Eden, when they ate the apple, when Eve and Adam ate the apple, God didn't say, hey, Eve, come here. He said, Adam, get your little butt over here. Why did you do that? He didn't call her out. He called Adam out. But why? Because Adam is responsible for his house. And as a man, man, once you understand that, your life becomes a lot easier. Right now, you're confused. Like the world is telling me this, and everybody's probably telling you, "Leave her. She ain't worth it." A lot, you know, a lot of things in your mind are probably telling you a lot of the same things. You don't know where to take responsibility or jump in there or what to do. Your confidence is down. I understand all of that, but just know that if you embrace God and the Holy Spirit, and you get your butt to mass, and and you start praying and getting things together, and you start leaving your home and know that you're responsible for it. Your wife will see a more confident man, okay, and your masculinity to draw her to you, and then you, got, you and her will start to repair things. But I hate to say it, right now, I suggest that you go find your marriage coach, somebody that can really um, help guide you through this, because you're in a very complicated situation, okay?
1: Okay, sir. All right, brother, I hope I helped you, man. You did, and I sure appreciate you uh, taking my call and, and rapping with
0: me. All right, Brother Mike. Call any time. Thank you. You're welcome. if you're getting value. from this, All right, fellas, we are here. We are here. Thank y'all for hanging out. We had a call already and I hope you guys got some out of that. And remember the call is for the caller, but the caller is also for you because obviously that's a great call because a lot of men listening to this are having that same problem. And so what we got to do is we got to try our best to open up the open, you know, help you as as well as help him. That's why you guys don't understand this program is about giving back. It's about giving back. If you call and you got a question, it's going to help everybody. Just think of it like that. You're going to help somebody else in their marriage that had the same question you did. And so and that's how it works man you 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 give back and then god gives back to you and that's how it works um me and my wife that's why we me and my wife do this show it's because you know um i, I we wanted to help people as much as we can a little add a little bit more all right so with that being said we are here to rock today um what we're going to do real quick is this is part 2 of um holy lover gift 26 Um, which states a holy lover understands his wife's phases leading up to complete sexual fulfillment. Now, again, as I said yesterday, a lot of folks get all weird and weird when you start talking about sex, especially if you're Orthodox, Catholic or Christian, everybody gets kind of weird. But people don't really understand sex is the second most important thing in your marriage behind prayer and God on our Lord, you know. And so if sex is the second most important thing in your marriage, why? Because sex builds closeness it builds intimacy it builds a connection okay and when done properly outside and inside the bedroom the marital embrace is very powerful in your marriage because it bonds your wife to you and it bonds you to her her more so which is what the really the, the, the which is really the the, the task of the show today okay so a lot of things I'm gonna say you you not you haven't heard before if you listen to the show yesterday, a lot of things I say you ain't heard before a lot of things I'm gonna to say today you're not gonna agree with don't matter it works and um understanding intimacy is very very important and once you do as a man, you understand your wife more okay that's what this that's what getting coaching is all about is you get coaching. So that you can understand the situation, understand your wife, because once you understand your wife and how she thinks and what's going on in her mind, then that can help you be more sympathetic to her needs. Like I was just talking to the caller. I wasn't trying to blame him. I wasn't trying to blame her. doesn't matter who's to blame. What blame What matters is who's responsible. Right. It's a difference, isn't it? Blame and responsibility is a cold, different thing. And so. I tried to let him know what his wife is thinking so that he can better understand what he's going through and how to better try to get out of it and try to fix it. All right. So sex is a tough subject. Why? Because people always think sex is dirty. Sex is, you know, sex, is, it doesn't, you know, we, we shouldn't talk about it in public and stuff. Well, that's why I most do, That's why everybody divorces rate is 60%. And that's why mo- the, the divorce is filed. Eighty percent of the divorces filed are filed by who? Women. Why? Because they unfulfilled, dude. <laughs> it's real simple. It's real easy. They unhappy. They're miserable. They they bought the feminine, the feminism, the feminist kool aid, and they try to put it on their husband. Their husbands like, look, you're not gonna treat me like that. I'm your husband. I love you. We've got kids together. You're not bringing that feminist crap up in here. Men'll take that stuff for a while, but after a while, we got like, hold up, wait a minute. You know, I don't care if you are the CEO of Apple In here we are a team. We love each other. I'm the one responsible for this family, sweetheart, not you. So we got to work together to figure out how to how to make this work. You understand. And so as a man, you've got to start to understand that this is how your family works and that once you understand that that then what'll happen is it'll start to run a lot smoother. And one of the first things you got to understand is your prayer, suffering, and sacrifice, and then intimacy. Because intimacy, again, is what will draw your wife to you. How to communicate with her, how to how to love her, how to, how to, um, how to make her feel special, how to feel, make her feel appreciated, how to make her feel that you love her. That's all intimacy, all of that. And once you understand that, that's why you can me talk about intimacy inside the bedroom and outside the bedroom because they're just as important, both of them. And once you understand that as a man, you can rock, okay? So try your best to stay abreast of what I'm saying. Try to embrace what I'm saying. This is not an emotional subject. This is a logical subject. It's a logical subject. I know intimacy, everybody this old. Oh, emotion, emotion, emotion. No, dude. This is a logical subject. How to understand my wife's body how my wife how my wife feels about sex where her body goes through and all of that stuff and once you start to understand that and put all the stuff together then man you will start to understand your wife as a woman okay all right so How to save your marriage, your wife is giving up, understanding your wife's fulfillment as a woman and her sexual completeness. So we're going to kind of go over real quick. We did yesterday and then we're going to get right into um, we're going to get right into the phases. Okay, so first is um, how does your wife's fulfillment sexually relate to her fulfillment as a woman? So how does your wife's fulfillment sexually relate to her fulfillment as a woman? So the love of her husband is top priority and why she signed up for marriage to have a complete and total love for life. Um, the way her husband loves her directly relates to her fulfillment as a woman and her fulfillment sexually because of her emotional need to nurture her children and to nurture her husband. Okay. Next, why is understanding your, again, if you want to get more get more into these questions I'm going over, listen to yesterday's show. Just go to, uh, you can go to my YouTube channel, Catholic Alpha Radical live and episode 154 is boom, hit on the live, click the live tab. It's right there. Cause I'm just going over this right now as a review. Um, so we can get to the other stuff, the the part two. Okay. So next, why is understanding your wife's inhibitions and trauma so important in your marriage? So as trauma happens in a wife's life, she begins to feel unloved and incomplete. Healing healing can only be accomplished fully through God and her beloved husband. Examples of trauma for women are having sex with any other man than her husband before, during or after marriage, and abortion or miscarriage, physical abuse such as rape or molestation, the deep loss of a parent, sibling or child, and once inside marriage and it begins to go bad because of the husband's neglect or bad treatment and loss of emotional connection, okay? Number next. The next one is, why are the six phases of fulfillment so important to a wife? First, most women, especially these days, have much trauma, pain, and inhibitions. They are filled with so much junk from their lives. This pain builds up, and they become combative, frustrated, depressed, and unhappy. The anger and frustration most times is directed to their husband, and if it gets worse, can even transfer to the children. The six phases of your wife's sexual fulfillment help her to reach her sacred self. And what is her sacred self? It is the woman, her becoming the woman that God created her to be. Wise, passion, and arousal must begin outside the bedroom for extended intimacy and fulfillment. Wives' sexual fulfillment and fulfillment as a woman is very complicated, gentlemen. Many husbands realize that a woman's sexual desire rises slowly, um, and fall slowly, but many don't, many don't realize why. For the virtue of patience in their husbands, who gets used to sacrificing his desires for that of his wife, it takes her body a minimum, minimum of 20 minutes to even be ready to completely receive her husband in the marital embrace. For this reason, a husband must prepare himself for intimacy with his wife outside the bedroom with his diet and the removal of toxins in his body for high sexual performance. Much of mental illness today in a woman comes from a lack of fulfilling intimacy from their husbands and their diet. Fulfilling intimacy can even combat the mental effects of menopause and wives. And the last question, and then we'll go on break and get to the new thing. As a husband, how important are you to your wife's completeness as a woman? And how can you fulfill her every need? First, A husband must not be lazy, and he must be curious about the moods, feelings, trauma, and fulfillment of his wife at all times. He must not ever neglect his wife. She must feel loved and feel she is top priority at all times, which is why you hear me call women, say women are very high maintenance. He must realize that sex and intimacy is not about his fulfillment, but that of his beloved wife. Why? In order to remove his wife, his wife's sexual frustration and a feeling of incompleteness as a woman, he must place himself last in every facet of intimacy and the mental embrace and their marriage. He must understand his sacrifice through unselfishness, through prayer and penance and patience and knowledge of what his wife needs is paramount if he is to remove all inhibitions in her life and help her reach her sacred self which will free her to be the wife he needs, spreading his love to his family and environment. And guys, we will be right back because we have warmed this subject up. Let's rock. Bam! Get live Catholic Marriage Help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, Visit com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, marriage.com That's marriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, we are back. We are back. So let's get this rocking. Now, as promised, how to save your marriage when your wife is giving up, understanding your wife's six phases of intimacy. And today is Gift 26, Part 2, which again states, a holy lover understands his wife's phases leading up to complete sexual fulfillment. I will admit, though, man, this is very complicated. This is one of the things in your life that is like heart surgery. OK, I'm not saying it's easy. Believe me, I know it's not. Especially if you come. If most of us are disordered when it comes to sex, we don't really understand it. We just know what we we just know. We go do it and we have babies and it feels good. What we really don't understand is the importance of it and the effects of it. Okay? So, this is why it's complicated. Even understanding your wife's orgasmic activity is complicated. Okay? And this is why you have to today, you know, I have men ask me all the time, why was not taught this? Why was I not taught this? Well, because first of all, it's, it's very, it's hard and, and, and understanding this stuff, a lot of people reject it because, oh, you know, especially women, a lot of times women go, um, when their husband starts making love to them, the way I'm, a, I'm advocating it it is like completely foreign to them. And they don't even realize the, the connection that they're starting to get with their husband. And so a lot of times women will say, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. I probably know your wife's body better than she does. And so what I got to do, though, is give that knowledge to you so that you can help her to understand better. Okay, so but so this is complicated, but this short version is before and during lovemaking your beloved experiences phases. So as a short explanation of what I'm going to talk about during lovemaking, your beloved wife experiences phases. Each phase builds up up on itself for her total sexual fulfillment. Example, intimacy outside the bedroom, foreplay, her initial rise. You must remain in control throughout each phase until completion, which means you mustn't lose your cool. So that is what Catholic Alpha says when we talk about ejaculation, because people get all weird. We start talking about orgasms and ejaculation. Ejaculation. When I say lose control or lose your cool, that's what I mean. If I say sexual peak, that means a wife's orgasm because people get all weird. Like you guys heard me say yesterday and had me say many times before. So we're going to try to keep it as say those words as many as minimal as possible. OK, so. Which means, guys, we cannot lose control. OK, in order for our wives to enter these phases Throughout these six phases, as a man, you cannot lose control because we all men know, especially the older you get, once we lose control, the sex session is over. Right. OK, so next in um, this gift is also complicated in that total sexual fulfillment for your wife isn't something you can accomplish in one sex session. Her complete fulfillment will take at least one year, most likely two or three. Why? Because of what is called her inhibitions, her transfers from her old self to her new self. And it's like I said, it's very, very complicated, but that's what my program's for to help teach you better. But I'm, today I'm just skimming it. Okay. All right. So next, reaching in Kindle Bliss, the six phases of a wife's intimacy. So there are six phases of intimacy that your wife must grow through to reach in Kindle Bliss. So in Kendall Bliss is what I call her complete fulfillment and sexual satisfaction as a woman. Okay, we talked about, again, we talked about what happens to a woman yesterday of how she gets frustrated and she's angry and she's combative and she's depressed. All these things your wife is going through that they go to psychiatrists to get doped up on, they don't have to do that if you as her husband learn how to make love to her right. Okay? Next, During these phases, so that's what I call in kindle bliss, complete fulfillment as a woman for your wife sexually. Boom. So kind of keep that in mind as we go through this, okay? All right. During these phases of intimacy, you must not digress into egoism or selfishness, or you will ruin your marriage. Okay, gentlemen. Again, when we are in the bedroom and making love to our wife, it must include three. As you hear me say, Making love includes God, you, and your beloved. And your desires in that bedroom have got to come last. If you think one time that about yourself and what your wife can do to please you during your the marital embrace, you, will, you have failed as a lover and you failed as a man. We've got to get out of this stuff about what society teaches us about the iPhone, the iPad, me, 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 I, I, I. That is not how our Lord Jesus Christ was, is, and will ever be. And that is our job as a man, as a man, to make sure that we emulate our Lord at all times. And in the bedroom, that means bringing God in the bedroom with us. Why? Because we need grace. Every time we make love with our wives, what is that? We are renewing our marriage vows. Okay. And so if we're doing that, then we need that grace from God. OK, we've got to stop denying God and things that he is. God is part of everything. If you want a great if you want a great love life, involve God in it and you'll see it will start to expand very exponentially. OK, so I need you to please hear me when it comes to merit, to the marital embrace. You must never think about yourself, because when you do, we all know we will lose control and it's over and our wife will not get what she needs for that session, okay? Okay, your self-giving and complete unselfishness is required for her to reach and Kindle Bliss, but in doing so, your marriage and family will reach the very heights of love, devotion, and commitment. Remember, once your wife knows that you love her more than anything on the world, in the planet, once your wife knows that you are the most that, that she is the most important thing to you, that you place her number one, that you give of yourself, you serve, you protect, you defend. What'll happen is your wife will do everything else. She will take the love that you and God give her, and she will spread it to your children. She will spread it to your friends. She will spread it to society. She will spread to her co-workers. She'll spread to your church members. I say it all the time. If your wife isn't out shouting from the mountaintops what a great husband you are and how much she loves you and how much you love her and all this blah, 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 you got marriage problems. You got marriage problems. Oh, he just loves me so much. He takes care of me. He's my best friend. I can talk to him about everything. Oh, he's such a good father. He goes to work every day and he just gives all he can to us. If your wife's not talking like that, you got marriage problems. She doesn't feel like she that you love her. Because her feeling of how you feel about her, she gives that to the world, dude. Especially your children. And then she'll take that love from your children and she'll she'll take your children and, and and guide them to you. And then you and your wife will guide your family to God. If you don't have God in your marriage and in your bedroom and in your life, what are you here for? There's no end game. The end game is heaven, gentlemen. The end game is eternity. And you want you and your wife and your children and their children and their children's children, their children's children, their children's, children's, children's there. That's what you're trying to accomplish. Without God, there's no end game. We just die and we go into oblivion like the crazy atheists think. We all. If you're listening to me, you know that's not true inherently. So everything I'm telling you is a purpose. It has meaning. Your suffering, your sacrifice, your penance, everything you do as a husband, as a man has meaning everything. Okay. Next. Um, So you are the, right. Next, next thing is you are the key to all of this. You are the key gentlemen, but your wife is the conduit. As you just heard me say your wife in the church, we we say the blessed mother is the heart of the home, which means you, your wife is the heart of the home. Okay. She is the one that is the nurturer the one that leads everybody to you. And if your wife isn't leading people to you, then there's a problem, okay? Next, if you embrace your role as the prayer warrior, true masculine leader, and unselfish server and lover, your wife will follow and allow you to guide your family towards God. If you punk out and submit to the evil one and embrace emasculation, comfort, and pleasure, your marriage and family will tank towards hell. Remember that prayer, the best friend concept, and intimacy outside the bedroom are all foreplay. Hear what I'm saying? Okay? Remember that prayer, the best, friend, the best friend concept, which I'm going to explain here in a minute, and intimacy outside the bedroom are all foreplay for your wife. This is why intimacy outside the bedroom is so powerful. Okay? And this is how you must look at all three of these phases. Don't make the mistake of thinking that any of these three do not transfer to the bedroom. This is a rookie mistake that will cost you your progress up to this point and cause your beloved to believe that you are still the same old incompetent husband that she has become accustomed to. Don't fall for this trap. Now, now we're going to review each of the steps. So phase one. We all should know that without me even have to say what phase one is. (laughs) Because uh oh, I got a comment. Let me look at this comment real quick. Ah, G Nelson, G Nicholson, facts, bro. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks a lot, dog. Let me put, I'm gonna put you up there how you do that. Show there you go. Put you up there for a minute. Okay. So now here's here. Now we're gonna get into the six phases, gentlemen. So please try your best. To, to stay focused with me and stay with me. Okay, because I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go fast. We got 20 minutes left, and I want to make sure that you guys understand so this can help you understand your wife better, okay? Open your mind and let it happen. Okay. Next. So the first phase, of course, everybody knows without me having to say it. Of course, the phase, first phase of your wife's sexual fulfillment and fulfillment as a woman is prayer by you, spiritual warfare. Prayer and spiritual warfare are the key to success. And you becoming the man your wife and every other woman sees as a holy and authentic masculine man that are drawn, that they are drawn towards. Without God, the Son and the Holy Spirit, you will fail in your battle with the evil one and his minions. Okay, gentlemen, the mistake that men make is we believe we create a great marriage. We believe that. We've got this great job. We believe that everything that happens good in our life, that we did it. No, we didn't. We did contribute, though, right? Because you have to follow God's will, right? So, yes, we do contribute. But remember, God's will allows things to happen. Why? To draw you to him. If you have a great job, it's a reason you have a great job. It's because God has something for you to do in that job that was further the mission. Uh, uh, you know, his mission for the world, right? um If, you know, so when it comes to your marriage, you must realize that God wants every marriage to work. So what does he do? He influxes you with grace, but only when you first get married to sustain that grace, you as the husband must enter spiritual warfare for your family every single day, in particular, your wife and marriage. The reason why is because You have to get your second mission as a man is to defend, to defend against the demonic in your home. And if you're not doing that every single day, you allow Satan to walk right past you, walk up those steps and get in bed with your wife and your kids. This is why, dudes, when you leave your house. You open up your home to the, to the to the demonic because you gone. And so now the, the number one protector and defender of the home, he ain't there no more. So your wife really gets demonically oppressed. In order to keep your family at peace somewhat, and to um and to be in, in so when you come home and you guys get along and these things like that, man, you must become a prayer warrior. You must you must defend your home against Satan that will ruin your marriage, man. He will. Okay. So another thing. So how does that go with sex? Why? Because if your wife loves you and knows you love her and the grace of God is flowing through your marriage, you guys get along better. There's no tension. You guys love each other better. It's grace. It's grace, right? It's that jolt of power that God gives us in our marriage, and you need that as a man. The reason our wives start rebelling against us because there's no grace in our home, and then if there is grace there, the husband doesn't the husband doesn't you know, do what he's supposed to do to keep that grace moving. Like, he might masturbate, or he might watch pornography, or he might neglect his wife, or he might stay at work too long. Like, you know 16 out 16 hours a day or something or 12 hours a day every single day for 2 months or 3 months or something when we do that we we go against what god has asked us to do that that um that um that hurts us that hurts our marriage okay so this is why spiritual warfare is so so important okay so next the second phase is what the best friend concept don't get it twisted you and your wife—if y'all ain't best friends—guess what she gonna do? She gonna find somebody else as her best friend. Then guess what that means? She gonna be texting them all the time. She gonna be calling, talking to them all the time. Now this could be a man or a woman, huh? Didn't think about that one, did you? If you ain't your wife's best friend, who is? You might—she might, she might have been have a—she might have a girl that she been best friends with since she was three years old. I don't care. Your job is to. Interfering that relationship and you and your wife become best friends. Why? You guys are swapping spit. (laughs) I mean, you swapping spit, y'all ain't best friends? Come on, baby. Come on. If your wife, if you and her are not best friends, the person who is a best friend, she gonna tell all your business to. She gonna be texting them. She gonna be up at three or four o'clock in the morning talking to them. They gonna have this special relationship that you and her ain't got. And that's against the church, that's against God too. A husband and wife are supposed to be one flesh, connected together, and women forget that sometimes they really do. you know, I don't care how long you and your buddy as a as a as a husband I don't care how good a college buddies you and your buddy were. I don't care. God don't care either. Your wife is your friend, that's your best friend, okay. The best friend concept which is what I call it is the key to closeness for your wife. If you and you are not her best friend, she will find someone else to fill this role, which does what? Moves you down the list of priorities. Women need best friends, and if it is not you, you will suffer. You will not get her into her, you will not get in her head. You will not be the one she runs to for her comfort and security. She will run to the one she sees has been there for her, and if you are not her best friend, it will not be you. Intimacy with a couple starts with being best friends. Just take when you guys first got married or when you were courting. You were best friends. Sure you were. You know how I know? Because your wife wouldn't have married you. She wouldn't have. She would have, you know, when you guys were dating, you were holding hands, you were talking about all these deep subjects, you had all these things in common, you made her feel good when you talked, she made you feel good when she talked, because she listened to you, that's what men like, we like when we talk, our wife listened to us, right, women are the same way, okay, so try to understand, just think how your intimacy will grow if you guys are best friends, and you rely on each other, and, and God, and how beautiful that can become, come on, baby, this is what's happening, okay? Your wife will start to desire you when she feels close to you. See, that's what best friends, that's what the best friend concept does, dog. It gets you and your wife, her feeling close to you. And the closer she feels to you, the more she feels you love her, the more she wants to make love to you, the more she wants to be intimate with you, the more she wants to serve you, okay? Phase number three, Intimacy outside the bedroom. Woo, this is the bomb right here. This is actually the first phase that actually gets her deeply desiring you. You must not ever ignore this phase. Many take this phase for granted. They mistakenly believe that they mistakenly believe they can take care of this when it's convenient. Again, this is another rookie mistake. If you want your beloved to totally desire you, crave you, and need you, you must give her a conversation Do special things for her without being asked. Hug her, embrace her, serve her. Let her know that she is special to you, not just by words, but by your actions. This is the beginning of her warmth and hotness for you and only you. This prepares her body and psyche for you and only you. Please don't neglect this phase. When most marriages start having problems is because the husband neglects the work required and In the intimacy outside the bedroom phase. Woohoo! That's what I'm talking about, baby. That's what I'm talking about. You want your wife hot for you? You got to be passionate and hot for her. You got to hold her and and cuddle her and 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 love her and have great conversations with her and do things for her without being asked. That's intimacy. That's service, dude. You'll see I know you guys that are, in, that, are in a, that are in a bad marriage right now. You can't see your way out of the things I'm saying. But I promise you, once you get back to a mediocre marriage or a good marriage, not a bad or terrible marriage, this stuff will kick in real good. Listen, the marital embrace is the coup de grace. The marital embrace is the thing that they will, they will keep your wife from ever wanting to ever think about another man. To ever, ever think about wanting to leave you. To ever not even want to think about getting divorced from you. Why? Because you her dream dude now. You're everything that she ever wanted. She can't believe it. See, you guys think that this can't happen because you guys are watching these movies. You're out in this crazy world. God is the way, baby. God is the way. And you go from Him to that best friend to this intimacy outside the bedroom, dude, and you'll see things will pick up. They will. Okay. Um, phase four, foreplay. Okay. Eventually, your wife's your wife won't need this phase after she's used to the last two phases, which are her initial rise and her rise to complete and total sexual fulfillment which, again, I call Enkindled Bliss. But initially, these foreplay, foreplay is very vital. It prepares her actual physical body for you and for penetration. It gets her juices flowing and her mind ready for lovemaking. As I've said, patience is the key here as well as your mindset of serving. So when your wife feels close to you, the less foreplay she needs. Okay. So you guys make love, and things will start a rocking. You're praying for her. You guys are best friends. You've been preparing her for your love outside the bedroom. Now the easy part, foreplay, the easy part. What do we do foreplay for? We all know what it's for it ain't for us. It ain't for the husband. It ain't for us. <laughs> we we ready. <laughs> it's for your wife, right? It's for your wife to get her ready. Okay. So, this is why the other three phases are important because the more she feels close to you, the more she'll want to make love to you. Okay. And so that's when four this phase four is good. It just helps prolong to the next phase. All right. So now, phase five. Now we're gonna get a little deeper, just a little deeper. So try to stay with me a little bit, okay? Phase five, her initial rise. Your goal must at all costs be to get into the mindset of loving your wife more than she could ever believe possible, as long as and for as long as possible, even multiple hours if necessary. Remember, man, the reason that you hear me say the marital embrace sex is not for you, is for your wife, is for, for a reason. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying sex is not important to you as a husband. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it's just a lot more important for your wife. Because as you see, this crap is complicated, man. Women are complicated, right? Okay. So, so when we start, so your wife, the reason you you have to understand these phases is because you are your mission as a man is to get rid of, remember, get rid of all the junk. Of your wife, her trauma and her inhibitions in her life. Right? Like if she was abused or raped or had an abortion or she slept with other men besides her husband, all that trauma stuff that I told you earlier. This is why, when I, again, when you marry a a woman, you've got to know what you're getting into. But it's not a bad thing. You just got to understand how to deal with it and handle it. All right? When you get these days, if your wife is not a virgin, when you marry her, she's got baggage, dude. She's got baggage. That's why God doesn't like women having us having sex outside of marriage because he knows that. Women, get, women are receivers, and so they get damaged very easily, very easily, psychologically, spiritually, and emotionally. They, gets, they, get damaged very, and they, uh, they get damaged very easily. And when you know when your wife gets something in her head and it's an emotional subject, she can't get it out, can she? Think about it. Your wife cannot get it out. You're like, baby, that was 20 years ago. She don't care. She just knows I can't. I, I, I don't. I can't handle it. And she'll start blocking you out. She start not want to talk to you and avoiding you and stuff. This is why I beg you. I beg you with all that I am as a as a man, a husband, and a father myself. You must, you must take good. You must take care of your wife. She is very, no matter what you see in these movies today and out here in society about women kicking men's butt, that is all a ruse. Your wife is very fragile. That's why her father and God gave her to you to take care of her. And when we let our wives do things that are harmful to them emotionally and psychologically, we're not doing our job as men. And and I want you to really understand that this, again, is your power as a man, your influence over your environment, your influence over your family. Okay, so now let's get into it. Phase five, two more, y'all. Your goal must at all costs be to get into the mindset of loving your wife more than she could ever believe possible for as long as possible. Even multiple hours is necessary. Her initial rise is important as it's sometimes as it's as it's something she's used to. But when you don't lose your cool, she will be totally flabbergasted. You will throw her off her game. You will begin to show her heights of love, lovemaking, commitment, and holiness that her mind, body, and soul have never experienced. Listen, the job of a husband, one of the job is to capture the heart, mind, and the soul of your woman. And if you ain't doing that, you open her up. To Satan, you open her up to other men hitting on her and things like that. And I know this stuff is hard. Dude, I know it's hard, but it's way worse than your wife saying I want a divorce. I mean, it's way better. I'm sorry. It's way better than your wife saying I want a divorce or divorcing you or filing for an annulment. Like I, like, I, like I told the guy earlier, they've been married for 10 years. 10 years ago, that woman loved him more than anything on the planet. Loved, she loved him more than she loved herself. Now she can't standing. Why is that? Why is that, gentlemen? Okay. Next. Okay. So the key here, the key here for you is to remain patient, cool, calm, and move slow and methodical. This will keep you in control and thinking clearly as your true mission. To remove all pain, inhibitions, and trauma psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually from your wife as you move to the next and final phase of true and complete fulfillment of sexual love, oneness with God, and the devotion of your beloved wife. Bam! Phase number six. Her rise to complete sexual fulfillment and completeness as a woman. Now, look, people gonna get on me. What you mean, my husband can be? He can. He can. He can. Uh, he satisfies me as a woman completely, and blah blah blah. Look, I don't care what you are talking about, Miss Wife. I really don't. I have seen it done too many times, and I understand a lot about. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I know everything about women. I'm saying I understand a lot about women. And I understand that's just a gift God has given me. I don't know, guys. I've had this since I was a kid. I don't know. I just a thing I got. Everybody's got their talent, right? Mine just happens to be understanding women. Maybe it was because God was <laughs> maybe because God was breeding me to do what I'm doing today to help you. Okay. I don't know. You guys come to your own conclusion on that. But I want you to understand that your wife's sexual fulfillment coincides with her fulfillment as a woman because when she goes out into the world she wants to be happy and and, and feel loved and like i got this support and, and my husband and family love me that's the energy and her purpose to get out there and to do these things so this is why you hear me say both of these things go together remember sex is not just pleasure especially for your wife it's her energy it's her it's her it's her grace. It's things that God gives her to know that she that she's loved. And when she feels like that, she wants to give your love to the world. Okay? We've all met the happiest woman in the world that their, their husband loves them. She knows it. And she's just one of the happiest women you've ever seen. And, and people think that them, those kind of women are fake. They ain't fake. They ain't fake, man. Their husband loves them. And that's what she needs to get out there and rock. Okay? So, phase number six. Almost done. This is the beginning stages of relieving all of your wife's frigidness, inhibitions and deep pain. Again, this is the beginning stages of relieving all of your wife's frigidness, inhibitions and deep pain. This is what I call the coup de grace. All the prayer, all the work, all the suffering and sacrificing by you finally pays off as you completely remove all of your wife's inhibitions which entrenches her having a feeling of complete and total love, security, fulfillment, happiness, and euphoria from you and for you. Again, this normally takes a year. But in extreme cases, it takes two or three years. So just to be clear on that, this is why you hear me say I said earlier that you cannot, as a man, accomplish this without these things I'm saying in one sexual session. It takes years. Some usually a year, but sometimes two or three, depending on what the trauma and pain of your wife, of her life. Okay. So in my marriage, it took me three years. It took three years of what I'm saying to get my to get my wife to be her sacred self-the loving, sweet, beautiful soul that my family sees. Okay. And so this is what I'm telling you that this is this is a great huge project for you but it's so worth it. Okay? And plus guys, you get all the eat all the sex you want for 3 years. <laughs> okay. Next, um so in either case, you won't care how long it takes because you will be having all the intimacy you can stand and your wife will come along with you and be a different loving and nurturing woman. It's safe to say your wife is in extreme pain, especially if you are listening to my show. Your wife is in extreme pain, and it's time you realize it. This is why you hear me tell guys that you must look at your your marriage from your wife's point of view as well as yours. This is why you hear me. I don't blame you for everything. I can't. It's impossible because your wife has her problems too. But I'm asking you to to be empathetic with your wife and understand that she just didn't start feeling like this today, today or yesterday. This has taken years for her to be like this. Okay? And so be empathetic for her. Have sympathy for her. Understand that, okay, well, if I get myself right and I do the things that I need to do, then that will help her become more happy and more loving and more satisfied as a wife, a mother, and a woman. Okay? Now, it's safe to say your wife is in extreme pain and it will take a while to completely remove all of her inhibitions. But once you begin this technique, you'll be, you will see immediate and powerful results. You will not recognize your wife. During this time, your wife is becoming the wife you need. And she begins to realize that totally, completely you love her. She begins to see you will never leave or abandon her. This is invaluable. Remember, one of the things you hear me say about women is, They always think that that their husband is going to leave them. A lot of times, they'll leave you first. Why do women, and why would I say women think their husband is going to leave them? You know why I think that? Because every man before you married her left her. Dude, most women don't have sex with somebody they don't have, they don't think they're going to have a future with. They don't. If your wife, if a woman gives herself to a man, she's thinking he has potential. That we can have a future together that eventually we're gonna get married. Now it might not we might not, not get married tomorrow, next year, but we're gonna get married. And see, guys don't really understand that because we're selfish. We just think about ourselves. But women, most women, now there are disordered women, you know, stuff, you know, you got those kind, but I'm talking about a normal woman. A normal day to day life, worldly, worldly woman. Or cr- Christian woman don't matter. They're still normal, right? When they give their body to you, they're giving their mind and their heart and their soul to you. When they make love to you, when they have sex with you, man. And so women think that their husband is going to eventually leave them because every man that she had sex with before you married her left her. That could be one dude, five dudes, 20 dudes. It don't matter. I don't care. don't matter. So this is why you go into a marriage. You got to understand what you're getting if your wife is not a virgin. Because your wife has baggage, dude. she has a lot of pain going on, a lot of a lot of um, things that, you know, that happened in her past that now she's going to put on you. And you got to know how to deal with that stuff. OK. All right. So. Next, um, She began, your wife also begins to sense you will never leave or abandon her, which is what I just talked about. Her knowing that you will not leave and abandon her is invaluable. It means to her that you are all in as her husband. When your wife, when you love your wife to the hilt and she knows it and, 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 and she believes that you love her more than anything. She starts to trust you and know my God, he's not leaving. He's not going anywhere. As her transformation to her sacred self begins to emerge, Merging you, her, and God is complete unity. Bam. So bring it all together, fellas. Bring it all together. Again, review of the six phases. Phase one was prayer, spiritual warfare. Phase two was the best friend concept. Phase three was intimacy outside the bedroom. Phase four was foreplay. Phase five is her initial rise. Phase six, her rise to complete sexual fulfillment and completeness as a woman. To be honest, I am not exactly sure why God, our creator set up the marital embrace in this way. I'm really not y'all. All I know is it is what it is, but I do know that it is a must for wives in this day and age of selfishness, feminism, the removal of our Lord from every corner of society. Our wives and women in general are miserable today. They have no purpose no feeling of completeness in themselves, and, they, and so they rebel and most men have no idea what to do or how to love them. So, most men revert to selfishness, effeminacy, and a mindset of indifference because they have no clue how to be the husband their wife needs. Satan has taken over many corners of our society, causing women to rebel and men to allow them to. There is no harmony of God, wife, or husband, the one flesh union that is needed for the couple and their children to reach a certain peace as they journey towards our Lord. One thing I do know for sure, husbands cannot keep their heads in the sand anymore. We must view our wives as the most important person in our lives and treat them as such. They are fragile. In order to love them properly and completely, we must refuse selfishness at all costs and give our lives totally to God and to the service of our wives to, in fact, die for something greater than ourselves. In order to bring forth the woman and wife we were meant to have from the beginning of time. Bam. Get life, Catholic marriage help. Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. All right, gentlemen, uh, we are done for today. And I know, I hope you realize that that was a very powerful two shows. um, And I hope that I helped you to understand your wife a little, just a little bit better. Um, And believe me, man, I know this stuff is complicated, but. Well, God's complicated. <laughs> so if God's complicated, then you know even Adam are complicated, which means we're complicated and our wives even more so. So with that being said, we were in for today, as we always do, with a quote from Pope Benedict the 16th, which states Society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday a.m. Eastern To join as a caller Dial area code 313 Radical To join as a listener Or view the live stream Visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page Or visit CatholicAlpha.com For Catholic marriage help That actually works Bang